Hello, everyone. Welcome to today's Accelerate Your Performance podcast. I'm your host, Janet Pilcher. Thanks for having a desire to be your best at work and help your organization achieve success. This podcast is all about actions we can take to improve workplace culture and achieve results. And they're all aligned to our nine principles for organizational excellence. Last week, we hosted virtual destination high performance West Coast. We would have been on the West Coast, but the pandemic caused us to change our plans. We brought our partners and guests together to learn from our leader coaches and K-12 school districts we partner with. And we did that virtually. On April 20th, we'll host our Strengthening Rural America virtual conference, bringing healthcare and education together to highlight organizational excellence in rural America. And on May 17th and 18th, we'll host virtual destination high-performance higher education, where we'll showcase organizational excellence from our higher education partner organizations. What a great three months for us and for you. You know, regardless of whether or not you're in any of these particular professions, there's always so much to learn from each other. So please join us. We'd love to have you. I'm so grateful to our partner organizational leaders who presented and to our guests who joined us. And I'm appreciative of our team for living our Huron Studer Education value amazing service. Our goal is to provide level 10 best in class service to our guests. Our leader coaches did an outstanding job with the presentations on tools and tactics and guiding our partners to showcase the applications in the field. As presenters were presenting, our virtual team was sending resources from our website and 9P digital platform to our guests through the chat and so they could take those resources with them on their excellence journey. It was an action-packed couple of days and gosh, so enjoyable. I really had a great time with everyone. So thank you to our team, our partner organizations, and our guests. Here's what I took away from the conference conversations and presentations. At this point in time in our lives, leadership fundamentals are more important than ever. When we hardwire certain tools, tactics, and processes associated with these fundamentals, we have a great opportunity not only to survive, but to thrive and truly accelerate our performance. To connect back to the fundamentals, our presenters constantly referred back to the book that Quint Studer and I wrote, Maximize Performance, Creating a Culture of Educational Excellence. Several of our partner organizations referred to the book as the guiding document they continuously refer to. It inspired me to to write a second book to complement that one on highly focused leadership fundamentals to help us accelerate our performance. That has to be on my list of priorities this year. For now, and in this episode, I summarize some key points upon reflecting on last week's conference. And so I start with something we've talked about in a prior episode, in fact, a while back. I start with a visual of the elephant and the rider traveling down a path. It's talked about in the book Switch, and it's founded on the study by Jonathan Haidt. So in the elephant and a rider, there's an elephant, there's a rider riding on the elephant, and there are paths. So let's start with tools and tactics associated with the elephant. And so before I do that, you know, just to refer back to one of the things that I brought out in that podcast episode about the elephant and the rider, I asked the question, if the elephant and the rider are traveling down the path and they got into some type of altercation, who would win? And of course, you know, the elephant would. And so the elephant in our organizations represent the emotional and the rider represents the rational. 
So we, I kind of think of an 80-20. It's 80% emotional, 20% rational. And so what I want to start with today, as we look at what we learned from the conference and talking about the leadership fundamentals, I'd like to focus on that 80% and, and the elephant. Here are the things that I heard from the conference that really influenced how leaders manage through the last year of tremendous change. Here are the fundamentals associated with the elephant. First, the standards of excellence. It's a way that we operationalize our values. It's helping us understand how our values don't just hang on the walls, but they walk the halls. And so it's that operationalizing the values so that people know what's expected of them. And it's that grassroots conversation so that people are deciding that and determining that. How do we want to come to work today? How do we want to live and work with each other each and every day? Those standards also give leaders uh, and teams a way to recognize each other. And it simply puts purpose into our work. So one core fundamental that our organization said, if we didn't have these, it would have been very difficult to get through the last year in, in the way that we have to, and to continue to move toward excellence. Are those standards of practice? Are those standards of excellence? The second leadership fundamental that connects back to the elephant that leaders said, we just really knew we had to fall back on hardwiring, leader rounding, our abilities of leaders connecting with others in the organization and those in particular, they may supervise as well. And it's three questions, if you remember, what's working well, you know, what's going right for you? The second one is what's getting in the way of you being able to do a good job? What are the barriers that are there? And the third question is, who has been especially helpful to you? Because I'd really like to recognize those individuals. And if you remember in our leader rounding discussions, those are generic questions, but we can, we can take those questions and we can shift the language around to something very specific that we're working on. So we have a lot of flexibility. As long as we're just talking about things working well, what are the barriers and who do we recognize? And the third tactic to hardwire it's really around recognition and gratitude. And we talked about very specifically about managing up, you know, managing others up. So we talked about ways that we recognize what the bright spots are within the organization. And when individuals are doing things that are really doing the right things, living the values, helping our teammates, working to achieve results, then we manage them up to others. So those bright spots and manage up can go hand in hand. And then in particular, we are constantly harvesting wins and we're harvesting wins more than ever when we're moving through these times of tremendous change. So then let's connect back to the 20%. It's just because it's 20% doesn't mean it's not important. It's extremely important because we can't just do the 80%. We have to blend the 80% with the 20%. So what are the tools and tactics associated with, with the writer? First of all, what I heard was we have to really understand where our strategic direction, our strategic direction, where we're going. And we talked a lot about as we moved through the last year, really looking at scenario planning, really looking at what are the possible options? What are the scenarios that we can work from so that we know the right strategic direction? And we're having those collective conversations with our teams. It's thinking about when we look at strategic direction, it's definitely thinking about what do we have to do now? But right now, we also have to think about 
what's in front of us in the future? What are we going to do? And then what do we have to do now to prepare us for the next 10 years, the next 20 years, the next 30 years? Because change is so, it's so upon us and it's rapid change that's in front of us each and every day. So really, really understanding that strategic direction and using tools to help us define that. Back in August, we launched a re-entry toolkit and back in and now I think it's going to be we have to launch it back to some type of normal toolkit. But those same there's some there's some common components that are really essential. First, measures that matter. What are the things that we need to measure that are going to help us know what's working and what where we need to to adjust? And with those measures, how do we track and assess our performance and do deep dive reviews on a continuous basis and really doing those deep dive reviews every 30, 60, and 90 days. And from those measures that matter, what are those core metrics that we can track weekly aligned to those measures that matter so that we're constantly knowing what's working, what's not working, and that we have the agility to adjust. And we also are constantly checking pulse, using pulse check surveys and rollouts of those surveys. We're assessing our education in K-12. We're assessing our students with pulse surveys. We're assessing our employees, our teachers, our staff with pulse surveys. And we're assessing where our parents are with those pulse surveys. And we're combining and blending those assessments so that we understand what the current state is and what we need to do to recognize the things that are working well and do more of them and also make the adjustments where we need to improve. So in summary, we have to know where we are succeeding, where we're struggling, and have the agility to make those adjustments. Those are fundamentals. And so I summarize with three simple tools that bring the writer and elephant together so that they can travel the paths and make new ones where needed. Because we think we're going down a path, but I'm sure we're going to have to divert to new paths. So here are the three tools. First, we've talked about this in past episodes, the plus delta. Let's do plus delta for for almost everything we do. You know, plus delta, it's really talking about what worked well when we did X and where do we have opportunities to improve when we did X. And we did that at the end of day one on our conference. We sat around at the end of the day and had a plus delta so that we know when we're going into the second day where where we could improve on things that didn't go as well as we wanted. And we knew what we wanted to do more of. The second tool are daily huddles. And again, I've connected on episodes, you know, connected you to daily huddles and and done a deeper dive in terms of what the daily huddles are. But if in general, if you remember the daily huddles are connecting together about 20 or 30 minutes each day with our team, starting with the bright spots or a connect purpose. In other words, starting with something positive. Maybe we have a couple of quick announcements, not a lot, just a couple of quick announcements. And then the majority of our time is spent with reports from our key team leads on actions for the day. These questions, what's up in the next 24 hours? How are we doing on our daily metrics and where are you stuck? And then we take that in in terms of where we're stuck and we move those to our teams to problem solve. And then again, we end with a positive. Only 20 to 30 minutes each day, touch point, connecting to our people. And the last tool for connecting the elephant and the rider And what I heard over and over again are keywords at key times, using the right language when we send messages and doing that at the right time and in the right way. And again, we've had episodes related to those keywords and key times and how to do that. Yeah, I closed today taking us back to the fundamentals. As I sat through the conference for the two days, what I just kept thinking, man, it is really, really important that as we continue to advance our organizations 
in a pandemic or not, that those leadership fundamentals are extremely important. And so as I close today, I take you back to the nine principles for organizational excellence, as that's the way we secure our leadership fundamentals in our organizations. And that's the way those we partner with do the same. So just here are principles, just as a reminder, our foundational beliefs that reinforce the leadership fundamentals. Principle one, commit to excellence. Set high expectations to achieve results while living out mission and values. That's the way we build trust. Principle two, measure the important things. Continuously track progress to achieve results with an improvement mindset. And principle three, build a culture around service. Serve others with great care and concern. Principle four, develop leaders to develop people. Coach people to be their best at work. Principle five, focus on employee engagement. Attend to the aspirations and desires in the workplace. Principle six, be accountable. Commit to individual accountability to achieve organizational goals. Principle seven, align behaviors with goals and values. Apply consistent practices to move the organization in a positive direction. Principle eight, communicate at all levels. People know why what they do matters when we communicate well. And principle nine, recognize and reward success. Value and appreciate people working together to get results. We saw our partner organizations, leaders and teams across the United States living these principles and achieving excellence. Change is continuous, and we're always managing and leading change. It's easier to lead with agility to manage change when we hardwire leadership fundamentals. I hope that these fundamentals that we talked about today will be helpful to you as you go out into the week and through the coming year. Thank you for tuning in to Accelerate Your Performance. Please share the podcast and rate us on iTunes or find us on Instagram. If you're looking for more resources related to today's episode, head over to studereducation.com slash podcast. I look forward to connecting with you next time as we continue to focus on the nine principles for organizational excellence so that we can be our best at work. Have a great week.